Hey there, this is Daniel. Thanks for listening to DIY Money. Now, if you haven't already, be sure to give us a five-star review so your friends know that this is a show that they can learn from. Follow us on Instagram at DIY.money. Now, enjoy this episode. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. You are listening to another edition of DIY Money. DIY Money. What's shaking, Daniel? It's another beautiful morning. I guess not everyone listens to this in the morning, but it's morning. It's morning. Um, we're going to move right on to the question. Some people don't like our bro talk. I've been looking at the comments, on, comments. on iTunes. Uh, they're like, lots of bro talk. What happens if people come back and they're like, what happened to the bro talk? I don't know. I don't even know what bro talk is. I, yeah, that was a new thing for me, bro talk. I want to make bank, bro. So we do bro this talk. This is bro talk. Bro talking. Welcome to bro talk with um, DIY Money. Hey, I'm going to give a selfish plug because I love it. Uh, I recently appeared on the James Altucher podcast, uh, and it was interesting. We uh, traveled down to Florida, did the podcast, and I... Th- came out of there and I thought, wow, that was long. Uh, they're going to have to edit that down. They put the whole thing up, hour 45 minutes. Um, so you can venture over to James Altucher uh, and check that out. He titled it, I think, How Not to Go Broke or something like that. I thought that was an interesting subject uh, title. But uh, good podcast. I encourage everybody to check it out. Check us out on the Insta, DIY.money. I think you've got some coffee talk coming up this Friday, right? Yeah, we got a couple in the queue for this month. Uh, we got some good guests lined up, so I guess I'm not sure when this episode rolls out, so I won't say who our guest is this Friday. Uh, but check out the next com- uh, couple Fridays in September. We got a few good coming up, and I think there might be one Friday we don't have a guest. Uh, thinking about maybe talking about why our family is renting versus buying right now. That's been a question that we keep getting uh, listener comments and questions on, so might just do a solo coffee talk, unless I can convince Quint to join me that night or that uh, afternoon to do that one, talk about uh, home buying. All right, and you can join the DIY tribe, which I've been terribly inactive on. I actually did a little social media cleanse uh, over the last couple of weeks, which has been really nice. It's actually been fun, but um, I'll be back in there. There's no question about that. All right, let's go to the phone lines. We got Jackie from Jersey. Jackie, what do you got? DIY! Hey, guys. Love the podcast. My name is Jackie from New Jersey. I have a really interesting question for you guys. I recently had the talk that every adult child, I think, has at some point with their parent regarding their finances and their retirement, only to find that my mother, who's a single single parent, is not as prepared for retirement as I would have hoped. And so I guess my question, and it's kind of a general one, is what level of responsibility and what tips do you have in terms of, you know, being a, an adult and supporting your parent? How responsible are we for kind of taking care of our parents as they get older, especially if maybe they haven't been able to really do their due diligence in terms of saving for retirement and being super responsible financially, so on and so forth. Ooh, this is a good one. This is a good, good, good question. Um, I'm kicking it right to you, Daniel. Kick it. Why? Why? Kick it right to me. Okay. What do you got? Yeah, so Jackie, uh, I'm going to approach this objectively uh, and simply from a financial standpoint first. You are not responsible uh, for anybody outside of your financial sphere. So whether that's you, you and a spouse, you and kids who are you're currently responsible for, etc., Beyond that sphere, from a financial, legal, et cetera, perspective, 
not your responsibility. Now, this is where sort of the practical side of life and goals, values, et cetera, sort of combine in the planning process where a financial planner will sit down with you and say, well, what are your goals? What are your value? What are, you, what are the things that are important to you as a family? And in some families, it is a value to take care of one another, that uh, you know, blood is thicker than water and dollar signs and so forth. And so there are instances where you do have to figure out a way to facilitate, help, support in a way that's not going to completely sort of ruin your own financial picture. Now, this is something that you can do on your own. You can, you can sort of go through your budget. You could go through your, you know, so kind of retirement plan, et cetera, and figure out, you know, what, where's the margin that I can kind of help out family with? And you can build that as a line item into your budget. This is sort of going to be familial support. But then you kind of have to commit to kind of this is what we can do. Uh, now, in some instances, with some families, that even includes, you know, sort of parents moving in uh, back with the kids at some point and uh, setting up, you know, the, the uh, quote unquote mother-in-law kind of suite. And, and things like that to help uh, support and facilitate parents. Now, if this is something that because of the emotion and so forth that you have a difficult time doing, and for a lot of people that is, it's not just you know overly emotional people or emotionally charged circumstances. When you invite sort of family and parents into that money conversation, it gets you know sticky and different. That may be a good opportunity to engage a third objective party that somebody like you know a financial planner or somebody that can sit through and go okay Jackie what are your goals what does your retirement look like what are the things that we need to prepare for you put those down on paper and say okay what is it you want to do what do you feel obligated to do for your family and then start laying out those goals and what that person can do from an objective basis is start looking at what are the potential pitfalls okay you say you want to do this for your family if you choose to do that this is kind of kind of be the ripple effect throughout your financial plan if nothing changes and sometimes it's really good and helpful to see that on paper, and you can then bring that back into the discussion with your family and go, hey, this is, you know, I want to do something, but uh, this is kind of the line I have to draw. This is about how much I can help. And beyond that, it starts to critically impact our family, and that's just a hard line that we have to set. So that might be something to consider uh, if it is one of those situations where it might be difficult to do it objectively on your own. I trust you'll give me ample notice if I need to make other living arrangements. Dad, don't worry. We're not going to kick you out no matter how tight money gets. Mm -hmm. Would it be possible to get that in writing? <laughs> okay, Jackie, um, I've got a lot of thoughts on this. First of all, America is one of the only countries in the world where um, we don't have this um, societal obligation to take care of the elderly, our parents. Um, almost every country, that is a tradition, um, and it's often viewed as an honor. Uh, if you, I, a lot of my Indian friends, uh, even living in America, their family, they, they all live together. So the elderly are cared for by the children, um, and that's to be expected by the, the future generations. We've moved away from that in this country. Um, that could go down another rabbit hole about uh, f family breakdown. So I'm not going to um, go down that rabbit hole, but I, I, I think it's interesting um, because, again, it, it is something that um, across different cultures, it's, it's acceptable. Now, um, I'm going to make the assumption, and then this is a vast assumption, So, and I don't want to get into tit for tat, but you have a relationship with your mom. You mentioned her being a single parent. Um, so I'm going to assume the relationship is sound and it's good and that, you know, you didn't grow up in foster care and not that that's a bad thing, but you know, your mom cared for you. She took care of you. She cared for you, you know, up until you were 
maybe 18, maybe younger, maybe 15, 16, maybe you went off and did your own thing. I don't know. But for all those years, your mother sacrificed as a single mom. Maybe she became single later in life. I don't know. Again, I'm making some assumptions here. But our parents cared for us, took care of us. And it is my personal belief, and again, call me old-fashioned, but... Your one of your potential responsibilities is going to be to care for her because maybe some of these financial, um, you know, situations or consequences of her of her caring for you has resulted in the 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 position she's in now. So I I think that again there's this idea that oh it's a burden it's this that and the other. Well I don't know if you have kids but sometimes I feel like that about my three children. Um, but I have a responsibility to care for them to provide for them. It sure would be better if I could just put that money somewhere else and you know enjoy my time at the beach but that's not that's not the responsibility I have now that being said what you're realizing first and foremost is there's a vast difference between someone's age and someone's financial maturity level and that's difficult to overcome mentally for the younger person especially um, the difficulty is wait my parent is supposed to be older wiser more uh, financially sound more financially mature and you've realized very quickly that's not the case. You can you can strew on that. You can just you can allow that to wreck your life, or you can just kind of accept it and move on. So my encouragement is accept it and move on. Your mother is older; she has more experience. She cared for you, but you are the financial mature person in the relationship. Okay. Now, final thing I'll add: there's a big difference, a huge difference between helping a person and enabling a person, and this would be true for a parent. Or a child, and for those of you that are going to be caring for adult children who don't want to move out of your basement, this is in the same regards. Meaning, if you are enabling bad financial behavior, that's a totally different thing than helping them to direct towards retirement or what does retirement look like. Retirement, the other thing in, in American society that no other country typically has is this word, retirement, unless you're a European living off the government. Uh, but the reality is, you know, there might not be retirement for your mother for a very long time. There might be part-time jobs. There might be, um, you know, uh, living in an apartment. Maybe she already does. Living with you while she has these part-time jobs. I don't know. But again, I think that Number one, I'm so happy you had, quote, the talk. I, I've not heard it referred to that way. I know what the talk is in our house with my 13-year-old son, um, but that's a different talk. Absolutely. Yes, sir. Right. But I'm so glad you had this. You, you dialogued. It was transparent. Uh, that was wonderful. Uh, it sounds like you're accepting it. You're moving past it. It's a Look, accept it as a great responsibility, like a great, awesome responsibility. I know it's a burden. I know it's challenging, but you have this ability to do this and you're only going to do it if you can. As Daniel alluded to, you're not going to not pay your own bills to, to take care of your mom. I mean, you're going to, you're going to find a happy medium. And so I, I think that, again, hopefully you've gotten over the fact that even though your mother's older, the financial maturity level may not be the same as yours. Okay. But now again, the difference is, all right, what's the plan? What's the plan, Mom, to to get you? Are you going to be moving in here? If you're going to be moving in here, what does this look like? Uh, how are we going to to make this work so that you're moving in here? Are you going to be getting a part-time job? Are you going to be you know helping with the bills? But again, 
the enabling of bad behavior. Mom continues to have credit card debt because she's not living on a budget and you're having to pay off that credit card debt. Or she you know, needs a new car and, and she just had another one a couple years ago, but she has to have this one or she always has to go to the mall. That's totally different. And that's a conversation sometimes where you cut somebody off and you say, look, you, you have Social Security. You have the ability to, to pay your bills, but you're not doing it. You're not choosing to live on a budget. I can't help you any longer. It's a totally different thing. And because you've stepped up and had the talk, that means that you have established your financial maturity. That also means that you're going to have to draw hard lines and communicate. And I often find that if you communicate ahead of time and draw those lines, it's much easier when those lines are crossed to have another conversation and say, this is what we talked about. We talked about you living on a budget, paying off your credit card. We talked about that. What happened? Well, this, that, and the other. Well, I'm sorry, mom. I, that's not, it's not how we do it in our household. And that's not, not how we're going to do it here. Hopefully that helps, Jackie. I'd love to have a follow-up. Send us a, a voice memo or an email in a year and let us know how things are going. Anything else to add for for Jackie, Daniel? I think you hit it on the head. You can't be somebody's financial savior, but you can be the sort of a partner in the process. That's exactly right. All right, Jackie, thanks so much for the call. We'll send you a $25 Amazon gift card. If you're new to the show, all she did was dropped us an audio message to podcast at DIYmoney.org. The queue is getting a little empty, which is kind of a crazy considering our numbers are going up precipitously. Uh, so drop us all those questions and we'll use them on the show. Remember, friends, the secret to wealth is very simple. Live on less than you make, invest the rest, and do so for a very long time. Make it a great one. Thanks for listening to this episode of the show. If you want content delivered to you regularly, be sure to follow us on Instagram at DIY.money. And if you want your question aired on the show, be sure to send that to us and you'll get $25 Amazon gift card. This show is for entertainment and educational purposes only and is not intended as personal financial advice. Before making any financial decision, please do your homework and consult a financial advisor as needed.